Brooks's ESPN FC editorial column is called Brooks Colon. So may- maybe it's just that. <laughs> straight from the colon, guys. This guy writes everywhere. <laughs> Unfiltered, straight from the colon. The Brooks story. <laughs> it's time for the podcast. Waka waka hey hey and welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. Double Africa. Summanamana way hey. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com. And I still can't shake my two co-hosts, Ryan Bailey and our anonymous man of mystery, Theo Messi. Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? I am terribly well. Thank you very much for asking, Brooks. As you can see, I'm wearing my Sacco t-shirt uh, because I suck at NFL fantasy football. The Sacco is the person who finishes <laughs> last in the league. Uh, my skills in NFL fantasy are directly improportional to my Premier League fantasy skills. I will whoop any of yo asses at Premier League fantasy, Ooh, I assure you. That sounds but the like reason a I'm wearing <laughs> I'll challenge anyone out there listening. I'll, wow. I'll happily take you on. DT League on deck. DT League. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's Maybe in the works. So that. stay tuned. There, there is a DT Fantasy League in the works. So stay tuned. But on the that. reason I'm wearing uh, this shirt, which is quite humiliating, is I'm painting at the moment. It's got paint all over it. Uh, I'm painting my daughter's room. That's what I was doing earlier today. Uh, I told her if she's good, it can be like a nice pink mural with flowers on it and stuff. But if she's bad, she's getting like a vignette of Phil Jones over her bed. Oh, <laughs> that's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty that's much. cruel for any child. So that explains your loopiness, all the paint fumes, if, if you uh, not make sense. Not my general loopiness, just today's. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, you, you can't put the paint to the rest of the loopiness. That's just not No, fair. you can't. Theo Messi, how are you? What are you wearing? I'm feeling fantastic. Uh, I drank a lot of coffee this afternoon because I was feeling tired, and, and now I'm on the beers, so I got a good mixture going. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Don't want to waste Alcohol it. and caffeine. When's the latest combo? in the day you can drink a coffee and get away with actually going to sleep? 7 p.m. What? <laughs> uh, no, probably later, like after dinner. What if you had like a cappuccino or an espresso? After dinner? Are you insane? Aren't you from Europe? <laughs> that's that's right. You're not. You're English. Uh, I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a pair of Barcelona football club shorts. Um, I'm doing it out of respect because... You know, Barcelona has been a club that's that's been killing it for the last decade almost. But they're uh, just they the last impending... decade. They were they were out of the scene before that. No, but they haven't been at the heights <laughs> they've been in for the last decade. I would say. Um, but but they have a downturn coming. I mean, if Neymar Ooh. leaves, Messi's getting old. He's gonna make American soccer great again one day soon. Uh, so I'm doing it out of respect for them and the fact that the lining inside these shorts is very nice. Is there a downturn coming in your shorts? <laughs> No, <laughs> not yet. Maybe at extra time, though. Stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> the, those paint fumes are kicking in already, I can tell. Hey. Brooks, are you wearing things? Yes. What I am wearing actually kind of ties in to counterbalance what you're wearing, Theo. So I am wearing the PSG scarf that Neymar is not wearing. As of yet. this recording, Neymar still has not signed for a PSG, just as I foretold last week. Oh, yeah, so you're so right. A, a brief... Uh, aside on how much of a genius I am. So last week I said... You're about to get fucked by this, but go on. That Antonio Cassano would retire again right away. And he did. Retired again right away. I was right there. Facts. I said Neymar would not be a PSG player. Still. Ever. I'm still correct. 
As of this recording, I'm still correct. Okay, fair, fair. There's been lots of conflicting stories, but, you know. I thought you were going to cite the Gerard Piquet tweet, but he came out and said that that was just what he wants to happen, not what's Yeah, so Piquet got on my wavelength and said he stays, tweeted it with a photo of him and Neymar. Which you used as solid 100% evidence that he's definitely staying. Yes, go on. Well, it was. It was. You, me, And then a couple days later, Piquet comes out and he's like, well... This was just my intuition. I just want him to stay. Classic PK. But yeah, classic PK. But uh, so we'll see what happens. GK PK. But I got Neymar's PSG scarf, so he can't be official until I hand it over. Neymar, it's waiting for you. Just go in that closet in Pennsylvania, and, <laughs> and the deal is done. My recording studio slash closet. Yes. Sign him up. <laughs> Let's get to our dirty tackles of the week. Who deserved a dirty tackle this week, guys? I want to go first. I want to go first. I okay, go first. Theo, we'll start with you this time. Yeah, it's about time we start with me. So I want to dirty tackle John Anthony Brooks. Why? Because he's on the verge of making a historic American abroad record $22.4 million transfer to Wolfsburg. But when I was browsing ESPN FC... Just before this podcast, think of a dirty tackle. <laughs> I saw the headline, Brooks, colon, moving to the premiership is my dream. And I thought that Brooks of dirty tackle was moving to the premiership. Yeah. Are we sure we, that wasn't talking about me? Because I've and said I that. got really excited. I sent ESPN that quote. They might have just published it. And then I clicked, and it was just about John Anthony Brooks. Oh. So I'm dirty tackling John Anthony Brooks for making this move. I'm tackling ESPN FC for duping me into thinking my <laughs> Familia Brooks DT was about to make his long-awaited move to the Premiership. So I'm, I'm angry. I'm dirty tackling everybody. But yeah, to be fair, I actually think that Brooks's ESPN FC editorial column is called Brooks Colon. So may- maybe it's just that. <laughs> straight from the colon, guys. This guy writes everywhere, unfiltered, straight from the colon. The Brooks story. <laughs> Disgusting. That is where all of my stories come from, straight from the colon. Yeah, so sadly that was not about me. Every time I hear his his last name in reference to a story about him, I get excited. I think it's about me. If it's anything, I thought you, I thought you, as Ryan said, wrote a story. It said Brooks colon, and I was genuinely yeah. interested to see if you were writing for ESPN <laughs> now. Not true. Don't need them. Nope. The Dirty Tackle podcast yeah. rolls yeah, on. Just to summarize, you're dirty tackling that you read something wrong. Yeah, who is this uh, tackle against? <laughs> it's, it's against. Uh, I guess it's not against John Anthony Brooks because shouts to him. It's a, it's a record move. It's good for him. It's against ESPN it, and their yeah, autoplay ESPN video. FC. ESPN FC's right rail. Yeah. That's who it's yeah. against. Fuck that right rail. Too much autoplay video. It's ruining them. It wasn't even a video. It was just a headline that I read. But oh, hey, well, besides the point, details don't matter. Okay. Moving All on. right. Moving on. Ryan, what is your dirty tackle of the week? Hopefully it makes a little bit more sense. I've got a significantly better dirty tackle than that. Good. Guys, I'm going big. I am McLovin, my dirty tackle this week. (laughs) Ronald McDonald is getting it from me this week. This is not better. This is bad. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the International Champions Cup is upon us, of course. Manchester United took on Real Madrid in Santa Clara, California, in front of a nearly full stadium, they'll have you believe. Uh, Leading out the teams, (laughs) not a mascot. Not a former legend, Ronald McDonald. Well, in he is a mascot. Current, current legend in his huge giant shoes. Yeah. And he, stand, he, he collects the match ball. He proudly walks out with the referees flanking Hell him. Hell yeah. I mean, usually <laughs> the clowns are the referees themselves. So it, was, it looked very strange to have them standing <laughs> either side of him. 
But it's just it just looks so incongruous in in 2017 oh, to have Ronald McDonald looking like all 70s and 80s and creepy and weird. Uh, to be fair, Ronald McDonald is MLS's premier referee. He's their top best referee. <laughs> so he was just out there to do to a job. So like, who who's the best linesman? Is it the Grimace or the Hamburglar? <laughs> yeah, the Hamburglar. <laughs> the Hamburglar is the fourth official. Yo, this is messed up. I love I love Ron. I used to like you know when you see Ron like sitting on one of those benches outside the play pens at McDonald's. Like used to throw an arm around him, just be like, "What's up, Ron? You know why don't you why don't you want to see Ron at a soccer game?" Well, I got. Two theories as to why this happened. Firstly, Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't there, so they brought out Ronaldo McDonaldo instead, obviously. By the way, <laughs> Ronaldo is, uh, has been in China. He wasn't with Real Madrid. Yes. He was in China on his own on a Nike tour. Bizarre. Yeah, he's following, he, he went, yeah. Um, See, he's, he's following John Terry's footsteps of the solo Chinese tour. John Terry did this a couple summers ago, just by himself, went to China, did a tour. I, I imagine this, this most recent footsteps. one has more followers. <laughs> those footsteps go to very bad places. Where Who the hell would show up for a John Terry tour of China? What a ridiculous concept. A lot of people. Well, really? There were a lot of people there, yes. While Ronaldo was out there, by the way, he went Real in, in Beijing. He went to a place called the House of Brilliance. I don't think John Terry went there. <laughs> anyway, my other theory as to why Ronnie McDonnie uh, led the teams out here, I think he's trying to force a summer move to Burger King. Mino's on the shout. case, guys. Mino's Yo, on the case. Oh, not a bad shout. Now he he could he win the uh Burger Dior Dior <laughs> the Burger Dior if uh he goes to Burger King? It's a step down. It's a, it's a lower level. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he can. Yeah. He's... McGriddles for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Filio fish at best. By the way, also it's worth <laughs> noticing, uh, it's worth mentioning, sorry, of this game, the penalty shootout, a.k.a. the worst penalty shootout of all time. Uh, United won it two goals to one. Everybody else <laughs> missed. And it wasn't even that everybody missed. They just didn't care. Like when the goalkeepers <laughs> saved the penalties, they were like, oh, yeah, saved the penalty. Guess I'll go and have a burger with Ronnie later. Big deal. It was like they didn't, obviously it was a friendly, they couldn't get too enthused about it, but it was just embarrassing. Well, this goes back to our point last week about how they're charging way too much for these matches. The players don't care. It just doesn't matter. And it's just a total ripoff. Mm. Well, it's just the fake uh, competitiveness that makes it weird. It's like, you know, they're going to, you know, do their best to prepare for the season over the 90 minutes and, you know, be competitive because they're pro soccer players. But why do you have to send it to a penalty shootout where they think it's going to end faster when they miss? And they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, that that was just embarrassing for everyone involved. Yeah. So that's me. Brooks, what you got? All right. So my Dirty Tackle of the Week is against another participant in that match, Mr. Daily Blind. What part of the body are you dirty tackling? All the of hair. them. The, the, the hair. From the hair down, everything. Dope. Particularly his Instagramming fingers. Ooh. So like many people, he has an Instagram. Wonderful. Very good. Justin. Um, so he posted something on his Instagram this week, and it seems like he flubbed it up. <laughs> so the wor- it, I'll just read it because it's bizarre. So it says, Ryan, you mate, can relate. <laughs> would you be okay posting this image on your social channels with the following copy? Ready for the next match in the new Adidas football third kit. Let's go. Hashtag here to create. <laughs> Oh my so God, this awesome. this dumb dumb just copy and pasted the entire email he was sent, put it in his Instagram, didn't read it, said send. That's that's good, and so it was posted. And then part two is he left it up for a while. 
Is it still and, there? No, he finally deleted it and replaced it with just the proper part of the copy. But ah, nice. The, original the answer one, was yes, he can post it with that copy. The original one, yeah, he can post it twice. So the original one was liked by Ander Herrera, which I thought was hilarious. So <laughs> instead of like telling his teammate, hey, <laughs> look, what, look what you did, dum-dum, he uh, just liked it and let it be. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, to, to be a professional soccer player, though, Brooks, to have someone literally... Hold your penis while you take a piss. To have someone give you pictures and tell you what to put on social media, they must clean their teeth for them at night. It's fantastic. What a service. Like, that's not even some, like, super involved copy. Like, that that should be easy for him to to think of to say himself. I, he doesn't shouldn't need someone to tell him to say that. Oh, it's just very sad. It's, uh, let, let's be fair. It's not his first language. And also, he's not the first player to do this. It was, it was uh, Victor Anachebe did it, didn't he? I think he said... He, he he said like, can you tweet something like unbelievable support yesterday? Great yeah, effort. Yeah, yeah, so I have that one here too. It says, <laughs> can you tweet something like unbelievable support yesterday and great effort by the lads? Hard result to take, but we go again. Yeah. Classic, <laughs> classic. I wonder how long it took him to think that up. Well, that one's even better because it says, can you tweet something like? So it wasn't like tweet these exact words, yeah. just something like this. He couldn't even interpret it. Damn, these guys are geniuses. And Christian Benteke also did something like this, too. He uh, Instagrammed, caption, colon, great win today, a goal, and another year at the Premier League. Thanks for the amazing support during the match. <laughs> nice. And maybe uh, they just all have, like, fat fingers. Like, the iPhone copy and paste tools are kind of tough. If it's, if it's at, this, at this level with these guys, why don't they just have someone handle their social media for them? Why doesn't their agent, like, do the tweeting and Instagramming for them? I don't get it. If this is all they're doing, why can't someone else do that for them? It's, it's almost as if this whole game and all these players are just in it for the money and it's just to push brands on us like Adidas and Manchester United. It's almost if that's the case, isn't it? What about McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> I really want some chicken nuggets right now. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. All right. I think that about does it for these Dirty Tackles of the Week. Right. And if you uh, Dirty Tackle Ron, I'm going to Dirty Tackle you. So watch out. Okay. Bring it. McGrill's yeah, in your so, fizz So say something like it's time for the next segment. Something like it's time for the next segment. Well Retweet, done. retweet, like, <laughs> retweet. Ender Herrera like. <laughs> Before he was hired by LAFC, Bob Bradley recorded a message in a last-ditch effort to get another job in Europe, which we have exclusively obtained. Here it is. Uh, hey guys, this is Bob Bradley uh, on the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I've been on this podcast before, but you might not have listened to it back then, so I'm back. I just want to say that my resume is great. Uh, Michael's playing some of the best football, soccer of his of his career right now, and I've known him for a while, a really long time now. And uh, I just want to say I'm proud, and uh, I wish I could coach him again. But if I can't, I'll coach another team too. And, and I'm available, you know, I'm out of work. I'm just looking for something to do. I've, I've done a lot of good things in this world of soccer and, and football and uh, putting balls in the mixer and clearing them out. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm available for a job. If, if you want me to, to take over one of the big clubs, you know, a PSG or a, a Man City, if it doesn't work out with Guardiola, I'm here. I'm here to teach you how to get the fullbacks up, to, to swing the ball into the area and create a little danger. And, and that's how we're going to win games. Uh, if you need me to, to lead the teams out at the International Champions Cup instead of that wing-ding Ronald McDonald, I could do that. Just give me a call. 
we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm honored. All right, guys, as you know, we love you. We love you in particular if you support us on Patreon. This week's supporter shout-outs go to Brad Fraley and Dan Coindrew. Go to patreon.com slash dirty tackle to see all of the rewards on offer, just like Brad and Dan did for us. Maybe you can join the Extra Time Gang at the $5 level. Only takes $5 to get there. ET Gang, ride the bike. Or the T-shirt cannon level at $10. Just $10 for the T-shirt cannons, bro. It means we send you out a pretty sweet t-shirt it's designed by the person i think who designed um what did he design some awesome oh, yeah, cool new crest. yeah yeah he designed uh la galaxy's uh crest LA- right <laughs> lafc sure. yeah the other club the new club with the better crest yeah you'll get a shout out on the show as well and some other things but i think if is it the 50 dollar level where you get to lead out the team holding hands with ronnie mcdonnie is that right yeah we yep. will paint you like ronald that. mcdonald and you lead out the teams yeah but you At have a to eat uh, local rec league match. You have to eat lots of McDonald's beforehand. <laughs> so now I have it on good authority that Brad and Dan inherited Chuck Blazer's cats. So they are big time people. Do Brad and Dan get to live in Trump Tower in the in the cats apartment? They do. Yeah, they, they look after the cats in their Trump apartment and uh they're they're big time now. That's awesome. Yeah. They are making cats great again. <laughs> patreon.com tackle hit it up check it out and uh, help us out thank you very much we love you it's the life ref he refs your life uh. so you better watch out it's gonna officiate your life, life, life. cause you don't play by the rules but you should all right, it's time again for Life Ref, where we pass judgments on questionable decisions in the footballing world. Let's start it off with you, Ryan. What's our first case? Uh, I'm going to look at the mayor of the French town of mont de marsan His name is Charles Deo. Any idea why Ooh. we want to look at this? Have you heard Very this French? Deo, Deo. Yes, that's the guy. You must have heard of him. You must, you must know of his work. Anyway. Uh, like, come and we want to go. As you know, Paris Saint-Germain took on uh, FC Barcelona in the Champions League round of 16. Last season, they had a 4-0 lead, which they uh, famously spaffed away. Before that second leg, of course, uh, the mayor of this French town, he went on Facebook, because that's what mayors of French towns do, and he promised that if Barcelona knocked out Paris Saint-Germain with their 4-0 lead, he would uh. eat a rat. Oh, <laughs> hey, like a real rat? Yeah, he said he would eat a rat, and that's not like a French what? word for a delicious baguette. A real rat. Like a ratatouille? Uh. <laughs> Why would he do that? That's like asking for a buzzsaw to run into you. That's terrible. But anyway, uh, the, it's, he's a bit late to the game, but this mayor is indeed good on his promise because images have emerged on social media of Charles Deyeux tucking in to a rat and it looks like the most fucking disgusting thing you've oh. ever seen it's like rat carcass all over a plate there's a bit of lettuce garnish oh. around it he's got a Ugh. mini psg shirt tucked into his shirt as a bib which is like maybe he stole off a small child but yeah this guy good to his promise he ate a rat and apparently tasted like chicken maybe wow. maybe it took him so long because he had his staff go find like the most tasty rat, and they disinfected it for a few months before he <laughs> put it in his mouth. Yeah, they, they plumped it up like a pate, 
and uh, got it pre- prepared for God, him. God, that is heinous. Yeah. Oh. Not nice. So wait, he actually ate, he actually ate like the whole thing, or just. What? I apparently, apparently ate the whole thing. It looks like on the plate there are several rats, and there's a gigantic oh. skull of a rat in the middle of the plate. Yo, oh, God. Good Lord. This is not... Neymar, a, guys, why do you want to go there? Why do you want to uh, have anything to do with a club that feeds people rats? As, oh. as fellow life refs and life linesmen, I've, I've got to say this is maybe the easiest decision in the history of the game. This is a straight red yeah. card for this straight weirdo. Red. Yeah. Don't oh, even go to the VAR awful. system or anything. Don't <laughs> yeah. check. Well, hold on. Nothing necessary. Before we check in with Grimace <laughs> on the VAR card. machine, I'm going to say that this uh, this is a play on. <laughs> it's a play on for me. Why? Describe that. French people eat snails, eat frogs' legs. Naturally, that extends to rat? they probably enjoy rats as well. I don't oh. think this was. I don't think this was a burden for him. No, I think he wanted to eat the rat. That's bad. I think he wrote well, this is approval rating after, at, the, after the rat. Has anybody looked into that? <laughs> Can't be too high. Oh, that's just okay. Here's wild. a question for you boys: What would it take for you to guys to eat a rat? I would not eat it. I'd starve to death before I ate a rat. Um, <laughs> I was thinking if another person joined the ET gang, but fuck that. The the t-shirt cannon for sure. Yeah, if if you sign up at the thousand dollar level, <laughs> Theo just will 10. eat a rat. Just ten. Just ten. <laughs> I mean, I won't do it on camera because I'm anonymous, and I probably won't do it ever. <laughs> I think hey, for me, take, take your it, chance. For me, it would be the ultimatum: you can either eat a rat or eat another time at Taco Bell. I've eaten there once, and I think I'd have the rat. <laughs> I'd have the rat this time. Interestingly enough, the meat at Taco Bell is from rats, so that's perfect. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was circus animals, retired ones. Circus rats. It's, both. it's a mix of both. <laughs> anyway, what's the next one? What have we got lined up next? Uh, it looks like we have one of the most historic cheaters in the history of the game lashing out against this video refereeing technology maradona uh famous cheater slash winner of the world cup with his hands wants football to implement this technology in a wide-ranging fashion so that cheating on the entire level of football can stop once and for all Uh. what's up with that can we give diego maradona a red card that stops him speaking forever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like a I know duct Leo tape Messi red card that. right over the mouth. I know he does. He says these things to push English people's buttons, but oh, he gets me. He gets me. Oh, then so he's why doing does he his get job. You? Go on. Explain why he gets you. Let, let the people know. Well, obviously one of the biggest cheaters of all time, you know, 1986 World Cup, punched the ball into the net, and he's admitted several other <laughs> major cheating incidents that he's had. Uh, you know, uh, 1990 World Cup apparently cleared the ball off the line with his hand as well. Uh, 1994 World Cup, you might remember, got sent home, did a little bit of naughty sniff-sniff. I can't have him be the moral guy when it comes to implementing new technology. Not having it, not having it. He, um, he just wants what's best for the game. You know, what's wrong with that? It's it's kind of like a scared straight scenario where you know you have the prisoners who have done bad things <laughs> tell tell the kids in polite society not to be like them not to do bad things and yeah don't make the same know. mistakes I made when exactly. I won the World Cup yeah he's just trying to make do make up for for his past misdeeds I think the point is though rather than it'd be great to uh, implement all this technology it would be great if you didn't cheat in the first place Diego. That would be great. <laughs> That's a good point, too. But uh, Diego can't fix the past, you know. I'm, I'm here for him pushing for the better of the game. Play on, Diego, you saint. 
You Ugh. saint of a man. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I think his point still stands. I also say play on. I think you both suck. <laughs> well, what else? Fair is enough. <sighs> All right. Well, while Ryan decompresses from his Maradona rage, we have another case from a listener. A write-in. A write-in case. The best cases. It says... DT Oracles. I'm assuming that's us. We are the Oracles. Hello. I got into soccer in about 2012 when the U.S. was on a run, and I had some friends in college who supported Real Madrid. Despite living in South Carolina, I chose the Seattle Sounders because of Clint Dempsey on the U.S. team. Hashtag the Waldo kits, those red and white striped kits. Where is he? And an ESPN special on their rivalry with the Portland Timbers. After supporting the Sounders year-round, I support Real Madrid in big European competitions. However, I just can't get interested in European soccer, particularly the Premier League. Everyone keeps telling me it's the best league in the world, with the highest quality and talent, but it's just not interesting to me. Any suggestions? This is from JT in South Carolina, and I'm assuming that's not John Terry. Ryan, can you can you make a house call to this guy and sort him out, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My fellow Carolinian here. So the point is he's saying he likes MLS, he likes the Sounders and Timbers, but he doesn't really get along with the European game because of its quality and talent. No, he's saying he he hears that it's great and he wants to give it a go. He's just not sure, uh, you know, he needs to find a way into the Premier League. He needs a a team to support. I don't think he does. No? He's got, it sounds like he's got two teams on the roster. Yeah, the classic two that everyone supports: Seattle Sounders and Real Madrid. <laughs> is that is that is that a thing? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge yeah, in the Carolinas. Okay. Ryan, combo. Ryan, back it right. up. Carolinas yeah, course, are full yeah. of them. I, I, Bumper when, stickers, I, Sounders <laughs> next to Real Madrid, all down the highway. When I go out on the street in Carolina, I'm just all I see is a sea of Sounders and Real Madrid yeah. kits. Everywhere. It's all those half and half Dempsey uh, Sergio Ramos kits, just <laughs> all up and down the streets. <laughs> Uh, also, shout to ESPN with like the amazing emotional special, I guess, on the biggest Cascadia rivalry to turn this guy into a soccer fan. Um, might be the only person that's ever happened to, but good for that. <laughs> but Those I, autoplay I, videos, I guess, are, are working on someone. I do kind of go with Theo's point here. I mean, don't force yourself to get interested in the European game. If you follow MLS, stick with that. If that's what get, that turns you on, stick with it. No one's, no yeah, one's holding a gun I, to your head telling you you have to watch the Premier League. Well, yeah, I think there's this misconception that you have to have a team you support going into it. Like, before you start watching, you have to know who you're going to like and just stick with it. I don't support a Premier League team. I watch every game. Well, yeah, we all know that you're a big MK Dons fan, and you like their story and how they moved, and you're a big fan of their their, uh, history. His head is about to explode. If we want episode episode 16, you better cut it out. (laughs) But that's Ryan. But most people, I think, you know, you just watch it. Watch a few games, watch a few different teams, and maybe you'll find one you like and start supporting them. Maybe yeah. maybe you won't. Maybe and you'll also, just like it as a neutral. I would venture to say that the Premier League, if if it's one you're looking at, is the best league for neutrals because it's yeah. the most competition. If you support, you know, Real Madrid, the only game they're going to have a tough time with is, is Barca and Atletico and a, a couple other teams. But in the Premier League, on any given day, you know, anyone can win, and it's interesting. So if you like good soccer, if you like competitiveness, you don't need to support a team. Just just enjoy the games. Mm. I agree. I think that's sound advice. It's probably not what he expected from the DT Oracles, but... Also, South Carolina Gamecocks have a, have a soccer team as well. Do they really? Is that... Sure they do. 
Sure, okay. sure they so. do. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just sick of these like. All right, new Premier League season. Here's your if you're a fan of this Game of Thrones character, here's the team you yeah, should support. That's bullshit. I hate those but things. that's just a trick to to like it's like a rating thing. It's like this broadcast company paid this amount of money to host the Premier League, so we need everyone to pick a team and get super invested. That's Guys, bullshit. I write those things. Chill out. Oh, Ryan, you're part of the problem. <laughs> you are part yeah. of the problem. If you're Dora from Dora the Explorer, you should like Manchester United. Fuck that. <laughs> Mine are mostly which Simpsons character do you like, which means do you like this team? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Let's try it. My favorite Simpsons character is Marge. What team should I like? Stoke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no further comments required. Yeah. As advertised. <laughs> it's because you like Marge the best. I put Lenny above Marge. Come on. Hey, no one said... I- it was for you to do. I was just telling you what, how I felt. <laughs> all right. So I think with that all sorted, with everyone's problems solved and Marge and Stoke put together <laughs> for life, uh, I think that's life ref. Let's let's move on to – but we're not done giving you life advice. We have a, a little bit of advice left for you. Ryan, what's your last piece of advice for the people this week? I think the people out there, they like the Dirty Tackle podcast. They might like other podcasts too. One in particular they should probably download is The Front Three. It's by uh, a few guys that we know and love. The Front Three podcast. Go check it out. It's a little it's a little accoutrement to Dirty Tackle. What do you think, Brooks? I agree. It's, it's a great show. It's very different from our show, but in a good way because they talk about things very seriously and they talk about things, that, you know, they still have their fun, but they actually make sense and they go yeah. in-depth on topics. They don't talk about people eating rats and Marge Simpson. They talk about actual football news and actual good, meaty subjects. It's a good counterbalance to your boys. It's exactly. There's a lot of hours in the week, and you know we can't fill all of them. So the front three is there for you to help uh, help you round out your weekly football intake. Ah, it's transfer Mageddon time. The summer's heating up. Da, 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 da. There's gonna be players moving to data. Transfer Mageddon. Contradictory stories coming out fast and furious. Transfer Mageddon. Brooks is resolute about certain ones. We disagree. Transfer Mageddon. (laughs) I'm still pretty sure Neymar is staying, but I kind of feel like I'm being gaslighted. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it, folks. It's another round of Transfer Mageddon coming fast and furious in your face. Are you ready, my friends? Ready. Yep. Let's start off on a note that we'd like to start off on. It's your boy, Fappy Mbappy. Fappy Mbappy! So, the latest update on Fappy Mbappy. Monaco, his current (laughs) club, have confirmed some big inquiries from Mr. Fappy Mbappy. Some teams have made formal mm, bids for the young lad. <laughs> it's all mbappening. Oh, like <laughs> Get to thembappening.com to see more multimedia on the matter. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a lot. But this is what's happening. So apparently Real Madrid <laughs> and Manchester City are duking it out. Formal bids galore for the young French striker. Real Madrid, it's widely thought, needs to move on Gareth Bale prior to signing him, breaking up the BBC. We're talking Fappen, we're talking BBC. It's getting fucking dirty <laughs> over here. Fappen to the BBC? 
Ryan, have you ever done that? <laughs> Ryan, is it for you? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm only human. So this, this is what we have on hand. This is what we have on hand with Mbappe McFappy. Yeah, City versus so Real Madrid scary, for it? the signing. What's going to happen? It'll never end. So what, what was the number for Real Madrid? They supposedly put out 100 there? and something. 60. Like 160, two, I think. 160, which is nuts. And then Man City say that they're actually not in it. They've refuted the story. I don't know. They've put enough Monaco players, apparently. Then there's Arsenal offering like £3.50. No, stop. Arsenal's not involved. They, they want them. And they're no. going hard with their with their McDonald's coupons. I mean, the, the, the Dirty Tackle podcast wants them too, but I don't think we're making a formal <laughs> bid. I, I just feel sorry for all those Monaco fans, those 12 or 14 fans that Monaco have. I feel so sorry for them because <laughs> their team's being pulled apart this summer. Every Is there anyone that... left on that team? They're going to need to call some fans into the team to keep the operation Then they're going to have no fans left. Exactly. It'll be, It'll be an empty stadium. Yeah. But one thing Plus is it. clear, I- I'm definitely looking forward to when the motion picture is made of this transfer, the uh, Mbappening directed by Mbappe Knight Shamalamalan, Shamayalan. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be really yeah, good. Yeah. That's, Unlike that that's joke. That's going to be a thing. Um, so did you see the picture that I tweeted of uh, Fappy Mbappe when he was just a wee, little, as a little fapper? Yep, that and, was a good tweet. Uh, on, on his bed with his Cristiano Ronaldo pictures all over his walls. Mm, covered yeah. in fat. So I think he wants a Real Madrid move. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think uh, he wants a Real Madrid move. No, because you, you forget that young mm, Fappy Mbappe is a young millennial. <laughs> or maybe he's even Generation Z. I don't even know. These things don't matter. They're not he's real. He's young, things. whatever he is. But yeah. he's very young. And don't forget that kids of that generation oftentimes support a player over a club. Is so that a thing? It might not be a Real Ma- it might not be a Real Madrid move. He might just want to morph into Is that really Cristiano a thing? Ronaldo. Yes, it is. Well, I suppose we support an agent over a club, so that, yeah, that's true. We support an agent over anything else in the game, so <laughs> Yeah, that's just being smart. Mino. Yeah. Mino season. Hashtag Mino season. Hashtag Mino season every season. All right, what else we got here? How about Renato Sanchez, uh, Bayern Munich's forgotten man, the player who was the most hyped man at Euro 2016, got played about three times at Bayern Munich, and then they bought a replacement for him. Apparently, he's going to get hoovered up by Milan, who now have bought 216 players this summer. Impressive. Yeah, so I I love this tweet from a, a Sky Sports reporter. He goes, Sky Italy says, meeting today between agent... George Mendez and AC Milan directors to discuss transfers of Diego Costa, Renato Sanchez, and Radamel Falcao. It's like everyone. They're just after everyone. Ah, they call up an agent, say, we want all your guys, bring your whole roster, we're taking them. Well, look <laughs> at little George Mendez trying to get back into the, the zeitgeist of football transfers. He's like, hey, I'll take a meeting with one of the bigger clubs. I'll bring all three of my most important clients. da 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 doesn't matter. It's Mino. Well, he season. heard they he heard they weren't happy with Mino, so he was like, "Hey, I can treat you right, M- Milan. We can uh, yeah. get some stuff done." Yeah, nice try, George. Nice sharp suit, George. Don't you know you're supposed to wear a dirty, unbuttoned shirt that you haven't yeah. worn in three weeks, George? Yeah, that's, that's what the big Euro clubs get like, baby. Uh, but yeah, I saw a tweet. Somebody, it was some account I follow, said, "Somebody save Renato Sanchez from Bayern Munich." Has, has it been that bad for him? Is yeah, is the eyebrow awful. not welcoming for him? Yeah, I, th- I think Carlo just did not want him there. 
Interesting. Well, I'm on and, Carlos' uh, side. He's a smart guy. He's got cool eyebrows. <laughs> so, do you think he'll go to Milan? He's got to go somewhere. Sure. Renato, yeah. He's he's literally been he's literally been replaced by that new uh, French dude they bought. So he's he's he he has to go. Maybe he'll go to West Ham. They're buying everybody else. Oh, he's Everyone not old that, enough for that. They're only buying players in their thirties who've got like one that's, season that's left. A, yeah, no, <laughs> but what about point. what about the little P to the Hammers? How do you guys feel about that? I think it's a good move. I think that'll work out nicely for both parties. It's short term though, isn't it? Well, he ain't one for the future. He's he's twenty nine. He still has some years left. Yeah, like three. Sure, that's that's a long time. I suppose that's. But that's Ryan, fair you're forgetting the most important part of all transfers. It is the marketing legs, the content. Now West Ham have a Spanish Twitter channel to accompany the coming of Chicharito to the club. They're gonna. They did that they, new just for him. They hired a new person to do it. I saw it on the little Twitter wow. screen, Twitter Twitter net, and their content is now going to reach an entire different demographic. It's going to get them no more points in the table. Probably not earn any more money in the end. But there you go. Oh, God, I, ha- I hate football. I hate it so much. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you host a football podcast. <laughs> yeah. So just to recap West Ham's little uh, little window here, They've, they have a nice little window they're putting together. They got Pablo Zabaleta from Man City. They got Joe Hart on loan from Man City. They got Marco Arnautovic from Stoke. And Chicharito from Bayer Leverkusen. That's not a bad haul. For I like Arnautovic a lot. If you can't get Zlatan, get Zlatan Mark too. That's what I say. Yeah, And if you can't get him, get Ricardo Quaresma because he still plays too. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's about 50. He's still doing it. Yeah. He's not Quaresma's not that old. No, he's not. He, he burned Seems out it. pretty young. I think he's, he's not that old. Yeah. All right. So speaking of Mexicans on the move, there's another Dos Santos going to the LA Galaxy. So that's two Dos Santoses. That's they have four Dos, Dos Santos. Santoses. I think that works out to four Santoses, yes. God damn. Cuatro Santoses, as uh, David Moyes, Spanish expert David Moyes would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he joins his brother at the LA Galaxy. He's only 27, and he, he moved from La Liga to MLS. What do we think about that? This is Jonathan, right? Jonathan, yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what bothers me is I saw some El Tree media personalities saying, oh, it's a shame, like one of Europe's uh, most up-and-coming midfielders who's a Mexican, it's a shame he's calling it calling it a career moving to MLS. That's not how it works. He could well, have kind of an, No, he could have an amazing time in MLS and still make El Tree. Like, it's not the English national team. Yeah, because Sebastian Giovinco is tearing it up for Italy's national team. No, no. But as I said, it's not a European national team. It's different. It's one country over. There's plenty of uh, Mexican players that have played in MLS and for the national team. Well, I, I guess I it is true because his him. brother plays for the national team still, and he's been in MLS for a little while now. Exactly. So that's I a mean, valid point. It's different. Well, I think it's a great move because brothers always work well together. Case in point, Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> They are the Gallagher brothers of MLS. <laughs> Could be. If that was true, uh, that would be awesome. But unfortunately, <laughs> it'll probably be way more boring than that. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> your good friend, you know him personally, professionally, Philly Coots. He's on his way, perhaps, to Barcelona. <laughs> who, who is Philly Coots? Philly Coots. Phil- it's Ryan's PC? boy, Philly Coots. My boy, Philly Coots. Was he a character on The Sopranos? <laughs> Philly you guys know him as Philippe Coutinho. Coutinho. Could be on his way from uh, Liverpool to Barcelona. But of course, that move, Theo, 
is contingent, perhaps, on a certain other move taking place, that of Neymar to Paris Saint-Gerat-Eaters. So, um... <laughs> Wait, so if, if we do the formula, if we put it on the board, Brooks, the smartest guy in football, says Neymar yes. does, does not move to PSG. Bro- uh, Brooks' colon uh, said this in, in, his, in his column, yeah. Brooks' colon said this in his column. <laughs> Everything Brooks' colon puts in his column is fact. If that doesn't happen, then that means... No Philly Coots at Barca. Ryan, what are you hearing from your boy Philly Coots? What, what is he texting you? Uh, dick pics? <laughs> there you go. Philly Coots moving to the Gauchos in Brazil. You heard it here first. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh No, okay. So this is where I get very confused. So some reports say Neymar is demanding that Barcelona bring in Coutinho to play with him. Or else he'll go to PSG. <laughs> Others say he's telling PSG, hey, get C- Coutinho on deck. I'm coming. I want to team up with him. Oh. And others say Barca are lining up Coutinho to replace uh, Neymar. Uh, it gives me a headache. Uh, wh- Ryan, which one is it? All I know is that you should be the third member of the BNC, the Bailey Neymar Coots connection. <laughs> if you go to Why? PSG, it's going there. If you go to Barca, they're staying. It's up to you. The world is your oyster. Hmm. Decisions, decisions. I choose Barca. There you go. Neymar says. I prefer Paella to rats. That's a question. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 ask that question. Would you if if both these clubs were in for you, which would you go to? PSG or Barcelona? Well, this is the big Neymar question. Would I want to be part of a big, very successful team that's won everything going? Or would I want to go to a team where I could become the single star there and forge a reputation and push that team to the next level? To build something, if you will. I think I'd take PSG. Would you really? But all the Ligue 1 matches are a given they're a meaningless romp if i was neymar right now i would 100 percent take psg he's 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 done everything he needs to do at barca he's got nothing left to prove there if he goes to psg he can be the star he can be the guy who takes them to the champions league final perhaps beyond he get paid a shit ton of money it's it's win-win but there are other clubs where you can do that like you can go to uh milan or juventus or you know there's there's other big clubs you don't have to go to psg you'd have to go they're not interested if you went there and then none they of would be if it. he said, come get me. Nah. Theo, what would For you sure. do? Uh, I agree with Ryan. You know, I think I'd move to Paris. The fact that you say the matches on the weekend don't matter, that sounds pretty relaxing. Uh, <laughs> if, I could just walk, if I could just walk past 18 of the 20 teams. Well, to be fair, what's the difference between beating Juinkamp 6-0 each week and beating, you know, Ibar 6-0 each week? Right. Is it that different? Is it that different? Well, but the title isn't a given in La Liga as it is in Ligue 1. Well, I guess it isn't anymore because of Monaco last season. Exactly. Maybe maybe Ligue 1 and La Liga are more similar than people realize. But Monaco doesn't exist anymore. Their their team is gone. (laughs) Also, Paris is really quite nice. Like, apart from the ratty team, I'd quite like to see, live there for a few years. I, Barcelona I think, is really quite nice as well, though. That's Don't true, but he's that. done it. See, Sorry. I think I would really stay in Barcelona because, you know, you're, it's familiar territory at this point. He, It's a great team. I, I think even though you're second fiddle, it's second fiddle on a great, great team. I think that's got to take precedent. 
All that matters is that Neymar was just given his own pair of Vapor Maxes from Nike, and he can wear them at either club <laughs> because they're both Nike-sponsored. The marketing dollars will be shooting out the wazoo either way. So it all Neymar, works. it's we, up to you. Wherever we, you want to go, make it happen. You know what, guys? I think that at the moment, Neymar is Dave Grohl playing drums in Nirvana. He could be the singer in Foo Fighters if he moves on. Wow. Mind blown. Well, yeah. oh, that's a, that's a bad Kurt Cobain joke. That's not a joke. It's a good reference. No, yeah, he said I, he said mind blown. Oh, that's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Theo doesn't remember Kurt Cobain. He's too young. It's true. So on that note, it's I think it's a happy accident, like Mbappe McFappy. That'll do it for regular time of the show. Join us for extra time, where we'll be talking Man City and their big spending spree, and MLS's billion-dollar rejection of promotion Woo! and relegation. Probably gonna butcher this name, as I do with all. Oh Jesus! I'm excited. This this could be bad. I'm excited. Patrick Clouvert. Oh no! Are you serious? Little French, little French. No. Are you serious? Clouvert. <laughs> I didn't even think this was possible. You were close. Have you that never time. heard his name said before? You had it basically. I have. Time. I don't retain people's names. Well, Dave, it's Patrick Clouvert. Hit up patreon.com slash tackle to become a member of the ET gang or the t-shirt cannon. Thanks to producer Bobo Martino, our man of the match every single week. And on social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is your Twitter handle? Uh, it's at Brian Bailey. It's my Starbucks name. <laughs> it's not at Ronald McDonald. <laughs> it's not this week. No, every time oh. I go to Starbucks, they I must just say bees before most words. It's like Mbappe. It's, it's, it's a big issue with me. <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I'm glad we're addressing that. Theo, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at TheoMessyDT. Uh, I tried to tweet out some for the people to give me some ideas for extra time. Uh, didn't go so well because I have like zero followers. So, <laughs> So next time, follow me or give me a better idea. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll see you on extra time. Actually, Messi's dog is starting a Messi Adidas dog line, <laughs> where he's gonna wear big dog sweaters and like little shoes. It's gonna be <laughs> dog awesome. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Or, or not. Or if you're not at an extra timer, we won't. Yeah. Get out. Don't care. Go do something. <laughs> Locking the door on you. Yeah. See ya.